Hi, I'm Lauren Hunter. And I'm Kate Vlasic. And this is Generation BSC, our book-by-book revisiting of The Babysitter's Club, one of the best series for girls of all times, in my humble opinion. Accurate. Um, Although, I say that now when we were just discussing before we started recording this episode, that this book in particular may not be the best indicator of what all babysitters class has to offer. They can't all be winners. Exactly. Although, I was reading, when I reread the book today, I was rereading the electronic copy. Um, apparently, this is one of Anna Martin's favorite Babysitter's Club books. Yeah. Of, saw- all, like, of all of them. And I was like, I understand why, because one of the things she says in the end is that you know, because there was so much Karen in this book, that's what inspired her to start writing the Little Sister books, which the first one came out like a year after this book came out. Um, but I was shocked when she it was like, this is one of my favorite ones I ever wrote. And it's like, you wrote like 35 at least of these. And yeah. this, this, this. So let's tell them what it is that we're talking about. Yes. We are talking about Christie's Big Day. Which is... Um, Written, as we said, actually by Anne M. Martin yes. and released in July 1987. Yes. So let's see what the back of the book yes. tells us. Let's go to the back. Let's go to the back of the book. <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> Christy's mom is getting married and Christy's a bridesmaid. The only trouble is 14 little kids are coming to the wedding and they all need babysitters. Here comes the babysitters club. Stacy, Claudia, Marianne, Dawn, and Christy think they can handle 14 kids. But that's before they spend five days changing diapers, stopping fights, solving mix-ups, righting wrongs, and getting sick and tired of babysitting. One thing's for sure, this is a crazy way to have a wedding, but it's a great way to have a lot of fun. Oh boy. Um, that one's actually pretty accurate. I was gonna say, this one is the, um, is pretty accurate, but it does make it sound a lot more exciting yes. than it actually is. But that, I feel like that's pretty the, common. the reason that they're able to get the entire plot on the back of the book is because there is no plot. There is no plot. <laughs> really. So, like, why don't you tell us what the actual plot is? Yes. Okay, so I guess we'll start with Christy rather than the Babysitter's Club generally, because the Babysitter's Club sort of flows from Christy's story, this, this book. Um, so, <laughs> I... I'm reading my summary, and it says Christy and Watson have to get married, which is nope, that inaccurate. Is and creepy. <laughs> uh, yes, Christy's mom, which, side note, let's just jump into this right now. Yes. Christy's mom's name is now Elizabeth, apparently. In the first book, we had that whole conversation about her name being Edie. And how we thought that was and rad. And how that was so weird. And rad. Oh, I thought it was rad. I, I, I just felt like... Random. It, it was Random. Random was probably right. So... I, we talked about this a little bit when we were just going through our summary. I went through a little bit of a rabbit hole today because I was like, I need to like revisit this. And like, because I was, when we were talking, I was Googling just like, is Edie a nickname for Elizabeth? And yeah. like not getting any results. So this time I drilled down into like, why is Christy Thomas's mom in the Babysitter's <laughs> Club called Edie? So we went, we went from like, I went like big, macro level to like totally granular. granular. <laughs> um, and basically it was a lot of people on like live journal, which like, <laughs> Yes. Blast, blast from the past for oh, sure. I just that just brought back a lot of emotions. Yes. But so the general consensus seems to be that in canon her nickname is Edie, even though literally no one calls her Edie except for in Christie's Great Idea. And I went to the complete guide of Babysitter's yeah. Club, which I had kind of forgotten that I bought right after we started talking about this. And under the Babysitter's Club family members pages for Christie's family. Um, Mrs. Thomas is referred to as Elizabeth, in parentheses, Edie Thomas Brewer. So, I don't know that Edie is necessarily a nickname for Elizabeth, 
but in this world, it is. And that's I guess fair. I mean, I, I mean, guess, anything can be a nickname for anything if you I mean, want to call somebody something. So fair enough. Like literally, let's go through what my mother calls me: never Lauren, Louise, Louisa, Lulu, Lucinda, Luella. None of those are Lauren related. Yeah. They start with L. Yeah, my <laughs> my parents sometimes call me Dorothy. Because they started calling me Dottie because I'm their daughter. Yeah. And then okay. they, like, changed it to Dorothy. It, You know, you, know, you never parents, know. Parents do all kinds of things. Really, though, when you were talking about, like, canon and the accepted, <laughs> like, all I could think of was, um, so my overall love and passion, and you will hear about it many, many times, is Buffy the Vampire Slayer. It's what? It's favorite. You like babysitter? You like babysitters? Do you like babysitters? What do you know? I do. Yes. Um, you like Buffy? I it's love- one of your favorites? Are you I- sure? Um, I don't like Buffy. I love Buffy. Oh, um, okay. okay. So that we're clear. But um, there are all sorts of like name things around canon. Like um, Faith never had a last name, but there's right. like agreed upon canon versions of last name that have now, in my understanding, I, I don't really follow the comics yeah. um, for a lot of reasons, which we neither the time nor this place. This is not a, a Buffy um, podcast. <laughs> we will have a very special episode about Buffy, right. uh, believe you me. But um, like, is now my understanding is they, like, took the, like, sort of agreed upon fandom version of the name and, like, um, made that her real name or something. I, I'm, I'm unclear. But, um, and then, like, in fan fiction, a lot of people will, like, change Buffy's name to Elizabeth or, like, make Buffy short for Elizabeth, which I, I know can be. Right. Is one of those. But that's what I was thinking. I was like, well, Buffy yeah. is a weird, how do you get Buffy from Elizabeth? But... To be clear, that's not canon. That's, like, never in the show do they say that Buffy is short for anything. Right. That's just her name. I mean, yeah. it could be, but... Why not? Um, it is in a lot of fanfic, especially <laughs> especially if they are time traveling. Wow. Um, that, that's fair. <laughs> it should probably not be Buffy. Buffy and, and like, you know, when she might go back in time to, like... Yeah, okay. We're going to go... Anyway, back to the Babysitter's on. Club. <laughs> I just revealed a lot about myself to you guys. <laughs> so... <laughs> Christie's specific storyline. Okay. Christie's mom, Elizabeth, and Watson have to get married in two and a half weeks rather than a few months later in September when Christie's mom gets an offer on their house for more than they're asking, but with the catch that they have to be out by July 15th. It's like the end of the school year, so like three weeks from when the the book opens. Um, Christie has some hesitancy about moving and being away from her friends, but she comes around and is excited for the blending of the families into one new one. To demonstrate this excitement, Christie enlists Claudia's help on a wedding gift to her mom and Watson, a modified family tree showing their new family following the wedding. Side note, that was real sweet. It was really sweet. That's that's such a... I I love stuff like that. Yeah. The, the, The more personal. Yeah. Okay. So Babysitter's Club general plot... With Christie's mom's wedding being on the fast track, they have to do a lot of things themselves, which includes family and friends coming into town early to help. Coming into town are, are bleh, coming into town with their eleven children on top of David's David, Michael, Karen, and Andrew. Christie has a great idea with that the five members of the Babysitters Club can watch all fourteen children from nine to five Monday through Friday the week before the wedding. There are ups and downs, but the Babysitters Club prevails and learns the, in the process, and the kids all have a great time. The Babysitters Club all attends the rehearsal dinner and wedding and have a great time. Aww. And literally, that's all that happens. Yeah. Like, even you mentioned in the Christie specific that she, like, is not entirely 
great with everything that's happening. But that really comes down to, like, what, two conversations and maybe one or two passing comments? Yeah. Although, there's a weird comment about Watson. Yeah, Watson's kind of a jerk. Yeah. But he's mostly okay. Like, where did that That come from? from? There's been zero indication that Watson has been anything other than a really stand-up dude. Super supportive and, like, letting her get comfortable with things and, like, not trying to act like her dad or anything like that. It's like... Kind of a jerk. What? Uh, yeah, it was such. I that really took me off guard too. I have that highlighted as well. I was like, what? What? I, I, okay. Yeah. This is new and random information, and, and it's probably they, just part of the whole like, I don't want to leave my house and start a new yeah. family. Like, so she's just sort of projecting that because I it, it is coming out of left field, and it doesn't come up again. Right. It's at literally all. a sentence, and yeah, that's it. Um, because it's. And which is so weird because she does have legitimate concerns and questions. So before we start getting into that, because it, it, it is part of it. So we, yeah. like we said, we we talk about what our big ideas are for each. Great ideas. Great. I do it every time. <laughs> um, every time. Uh, so anyway, so our great ideas for um, topics about, uh, you know, themes throughout the um, book. And in this one, we really agreed that we're just going to stick by our Hall of Fame maturity and and growing up um because there isn't a lot thematically right like there's other things that we can talk about that aren't specifically under that umbrella although they do sort of fit under it but there wasn't anything else that was like a contender for another like big like you said thematic great idea that we could add to the hall of fame to you know potentially pull out in the future yeah so we're really just going to sort of talk through some of how go through the plot and talk about some of the places that it fits in because there's really not like well especially coming down after last week which got me (laughs) big feelings yes this was a little bit less dramatic yes (laughs) which is probably a good thing yeah you don't need me at 11 all the time i'm a little intense as it is it's all good um so with that being said with that theme of maturity the the watson comment seemed very not to her level of of understanding of the situation based on what we've seen previously and like i said with even within this book the level of which they're genuine concerns that they're talking about so um the one real um poignant for me conversation was her and her brothers talking about money mm-hmm. um because so because it relates back to the conversation that Christy has with her mom about needing to sell the house. Because Christy's sort of like, well, if we have to be out in two and a half weeks, just sell it to someone else. Because yeah. they had just put the house on the market two days earlier, which yeah, they were sort not- of is another thing that like yeah. kids don't understand how that whole process works. But it's also like, well, just sell it to someone else. It'll be fine. And then we can stay until September and the wedding can yep. be in September or As I guess planned. later in September because her mom's going to be on a business trip and that's why yep. the whole issue comes up in the first place. But but then her mom starts talking about, well, we have to – the more money we can get for the house, the better because I'm going to have to pay for your college and half the money goes to your father, which side note, like – he, they haven't been together for, like, five years or whatever. Like, why does he get half of the house? Like, that's not usually how divorces work. Um, it could be. I mean... I mean, it could be, but that's not normal. I don't know. I don't... I, you're the lawyer. I know nothing about law I mean, or I, divorce. I mean, I... As I've that, said many that, times, right, not, yeah. not my type of law, but um, like that's that's a weird way to handle. I don't know. I feel like I, I hear about thing. I hear about that about the division of assets, but don't they? Oh, you're it's, right. That's it's probably when at the they, time. Right. It's when they get at divorced. the divorce. Yeah. 
I mean, uh, there can all you can uh, have a contract for almost anything, not yeah. anything illegal. So, like, if that was their agreement, like when you sell the house, I get half. Yeah, I mean that it's not like outside the realm of possibility, but the way that, that she said weird. it is just yeah. very like, well, half the money's your dad's. Like, what? oh yeah, because they yeah weird yeah. yeah. But um, then they get into the conversation you were mentioning at later as Christy sort of mulled over this and and was thinking about. It. So the the big thing that, that her mom says is I have to put four through uh, four kids through college, right. and that's very expensive. And so then Christy and, and her brothers are talking about – so not David Michael, but um, – Sam and Charlie. Sam and Charlie are talking about um, how does this work? Watson's rich and we are not. I mean, they're obviously comfortable, but right. they're by no means it's a very, in a real mansion. Right, very, well, also, I always – even when I was a kid, I sort of interpreted like – Watson lives in a mansion as like a McMansion kind of situation, but like me too. But the wings and the rooms yeah, that and they're like, talking about Karen talking about like her great grandfather haunting the third floor. So it's like this mansion has been around a while, probably. Although yeah. I mean, Karen is also super overdramatic, and I'm sure we'll talk but about the, her crazy and the imagination fact that it later. Has but a third floor, right? Is not what I'm like. I always just sort of envisioned it as like. um like the the gated community and growing up in Cincinnati, Weatherington, which is like beautiful mansion houses, but not like right, not with, they're, like they're not wings, with wings and third floors and, and chandeliers in like half the rooms. Literally, they talk about the choices for bedrooms, and she's like, "I've got a bunch of rooms that right. I could choose from. I could be on the second floor or the third floor. Uh, she, okay. I could face any direction." To be clear, this is a family with six children, right? Two parents. They all get their own rooms, and Christy has multiple options to choose from bedroom-wise. Right. So that is at least 10 bedrooms. I mean, at minimum. Least. Right. Um, that is wild. Yeah. Um, so th- when we say that there's a, a, a wealth disparity, there's a legitimate one. Right. And that would be, be a, a little right. disconcerting. And, and the real conversation. Confusing for a kid. Like, well, yeah. he's rich, but, like, we're not rich, but we're going to be one family. So what does that mean? And and they really get into sort of what is it okay to ask him for. So it came to Christy was like, well, mom said that she has to still pay for college. She's not expecting Watson to pay for, for college, which I believe, you know, going into a marriage, I think that's pretty right. fair assumption. You know, if everything works out and they stay together. Yeah. Well, and especially are, with like Charlie's going to college in like a year. year. Yeah. Which I mean, it is what it is. They can figure out their own family dynamics, but like it, yeah, it would be a little strange to be like, we just got married here. Pay for my kid's college. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, there's, there's the whole, what yours is mine. That's a whole other like yeah. can of worms that we don't really need to get into right now. But, um, she was like, so Christy's like, okay, so that's a clear boundary. Like, yeah. Right. So Not college. college it, that's a lot. She's like, but, and they're like, but you can ask for like 20 bucks to go to the movies or $5, whatever they said. They can, yeah. you can ask for like money to go to the but movies. But she even just phrased that as like, if mom's not around, yes. then I can ask Watson for like a couple bucks to go like to the store. And they're like, that's a big difference between like store money and college. And she goes, yeah, but like, where's the cutoff? Like, can I ask him for the money for a giant flat screen in my room? See, in the old one, she asks if she can ask for a VCR. Yeah. Which is sort of weird because it's like, do you already have the TV or you, yeah. you just want the VCR? <laughs> well, or maybe she wanted one of those TV VCR combos. I, I had... don't know if they had those in the 80s. Um... It was early 90s we had one in... Um, well, this was 1987, well, that's is what fair. I'm saying. That, so five years later could have been different. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, processing that yeah. through in my brain. I'm like, what? how old were we when I got that? I have, I have a really weird sense of... <laughs> which is why timeline wonkiness makes me so happy. Um, but I, I thought that was really insightful for a kid mm-hmm. to, like, 
understand that there's levels of big purchases. Yeah. Because to me, as a kid, anything over $100 was astronomical. Right. Um, I did think it was also interesting. Um, I can't remember if it's Sam or Charlie. I think it's Sam in that same conversation um, mentions to Christy that she and David Michael should be changing schools because apparently in Stony Brook, there are multiple yeah. elementary schools and middle schools and where they're moving, there are schools closer than their current schools. But her mom and Watson have made the decision to like pay the extra like money to the school district to let them stay where they are so they don't get disrupted. And that's something that Christy had no idea about. Yeah. So it's like interesting that her mom is already thinking about trying to like keep things as normal for them as possible, even though there's all these upheaval and Christy is still, you know, she's concerned about all of it, but she doesn't even realize that all of the like sort of behind the scenes machinations that are trying to keep things as consistent as they possibly can to keep her as comfortable and happy. So what has just occurred to me is a question okay. that I have an answer to. Is Edie Elizabeth Thomas the best parent of the Babysitter's Club? Yes. I agree. 100%. I'm like going through like Marianne Spire Spear, whatever. <laughs> this is going to be a running gag. Um, <laughs> I mean, but in, until we have a definitive answer, answer, we're just going to, yep, yeah, every time. It is what it is. That guy, um, he's getting better, but he's still yeah. at, at best distant. He, he doesn't know how to Parent, interact with her yeah. in the right way. I mean, he's, in the right and way. He's saying, he seems to be kind of a cold fish as a human being. Like, yeah. for himself. Yeah, I mean, alone. Don's mom is definitely bringing out the best in him. Yes. But he's still, like, miles to go. Yeah. Um, Claudia's parents just don't seem to get – they don't seem they bad don't, anyway. But, but they and, don't get her. And, and they, to they be focus fair, too much on, like, schoolwork and not on, like – I mean, they at least let her do her artwork but and they, go to classes. they sort of seem to indulge it like a yeah. with a, like a pat-pat That's type true, of, yeah. Or, and, to be fair, that we have not really gotten into their relationship too much yet, Claudia – all we've got from them, we haven't even really seen them interact. I don't, yeah, so I don't much. think we've act, we've only heard sort of like in passing yeah. things about them. I mean, it, arguably Mimi is one of her parental figures. Yes, she, but that, but because that's it's a different re, it, like it's yeah. a different relationship because she's a grandmother and doesn't have the same parental responsibilities for um, sure. And what did she say her parents are doing? Are they doctors? Maybe they're just not around a lot. I, I don't know. That's going to be interesting to watch out for, yeah. to pay more attention to as we move forward. Um, Dawn's mom, again, sweet, fun, but not, not the best, needs, most responsible needs parent. Needs some parenting from her children a little bit. Um, um, Stacy's parents are have issues. Well, uh, that's why they're, spoiler alert, going to get divorced. divorced. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the whole, um, we're going to take you to every quack doctor under the sun because we're going to, we're going to be the ones who find the cure for diabetes. Right. Not actually us finding the cure, but we're going to, we think we can. Yeah. So we're, we're just going to keep on trucking. We're just going to find a doctor that tells us there's a cure. And right. We'll, we'll believe anything as long as you can make, give us a cure for our daughter's diabetes. But really from the jump, um, Mrs. Thomas has been like, even when we, in the first book, mm-hmm. when we met Watson and they were like, right, didn't announce that they were actually together until everybody was okay, until Christy got on board with everything. Right. Um, she's doing all this behind the scenes to like make things easier. Yeah. She's really, she does a good job of not bad mouthing their dad. Like mm-hmm. he's, he sucks, a deadbeat. but like, yeah, it's not coming from her. Yeah, and like Christy's well aware that he is not involved in her life, but like you never hear, there's never, and when she's like talking about it, half the money goes to your dad, it, it would have been really easy to be like. Right, to a slide, like snide dig or like, because um, they don't talk about it, but I'd be curious to know, is he paying child support? If he's not thinking to 
send birthday cards. I can't right. imagine he's keeping up with keeping that. Up. And w- in which case, don't give him any of that money. Right. That's back child support for four children. Right. Sir. Yeah. Which um, sort of also <clears throat> a side note, Christy comments on the fact that David Michael is almost six years younger than her. And her parents, I think, have been d- divorced for like five-ish years. Do we think that David Michael was like an attempt for them to like save their marriage? <laughs> That sounds so bad, that's but so like, baby. but like, not Char- an anchor baby. Charlie that's, and Charlie and Sam and Christy are all like two to three years apart, yeah. And then you've got David Michael a lot later, and then her parents like soon thereafter got split. divorced. So either he was in a bid to save the family, or he was the oops that pushed it over the edge. <laughs> oh, either way, no. it's not good. Not oh, good news, David for, Michael. Poor David Michael. You poor little guy. Um, don't worry, he's got Karen now to <laughs> boss him around. <laughs> um, so yeah, they're they. I mean, that really kind of sums up the whole of Christie's plot. Mm-hmm. Other than, and I know I'm sort of taken away from you on your fashion watch, uh, you could have bowled me over with a feather when she was, like, so excited about the bridesmaid's dress and yep. the matching and shoes. And the flowers and the, in her hair. And, like, it kept coming up. And I'm like, we're talking about Christie, right? Like, yeah. what? The, I mean, her seems... friends are also kind of, like, I mean, they're Fair. they're excited, but they're also a little bit, like, because I think it, it feels like they're trying to, like, make her be excited, but she's already excited. And I think they feel a little bit like, oh, well, well we're going to lean into this because, like, we want to know all about your dress. So, like, let's let's hear yeah. all about it. But, like, it's it's just kind of funny because it's like Christy is never the fashion one. She's always, like, I wear the same thing every day. I've, and she wears, like, sports clothes. Like, she is wearing, like, jeans and, like, a baseball tee and, like, ratty sneakers. Like, she's not... Although, she does wear a lot of, like, plaid skirts and, like, button-downs and penny loafers to school in the first few books. Oh. I think when they get to eighth grade, that changes. That but, changes. like, oh. seventh grade, she's definitely, like, much more in line with, like, what Marianne Mary Kate. wears. Mary Kate. We have a friend named Mary Kate, so, whoops. Uh, I'm going to do that probably conservatively a thousand times over the next um, 400 books. Um, but, yeah... It, it was just so odd, but that whole, I had forgotten about shoes that were dyed to match, and oh, I forgot what I a thing that was, and I just, I vividly remember, because I was once a junior bridesmaid, and I think I mentioned that in the last episode. Mm-hmm. I was very proud of that. Yeah. Um, And I'm, I don't remember if they were, I think they were dyed to match shoes. Yeah. My, my flower girl dress, which was sort of, I was like old enough that I could have been a junior bridesmaid, but like I was the only cousin that was like the right age-ish. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's like a pink dress with pink Mary Janes that I, I, That is, I, wow. But I remember thinking that was so cool too. Yeah. I mean, I was definitely not 12, but I I was probably like eight maybe. And I thought that that was just like Oh, I was amazing. like 13. I was in eighth grade. <laughs> um, and maybe I'm remembering it wrong because I'm, I'm prone to do that. Memory is very fallible as we know. Um it's but what the feeling is what counts and what i felt was oh i remember that and i remember that being hugely important yes which now today the idea of strictly matching like the color match of any of your accessories to your clothing is just like no wild don't do that it's a very different time that's fair um let's not bring that back well we're already past the 80s on our cyclical fashion we're we're up to the 90s yeah and i don't think that aspect ever really came back no thankfully um no. I mean, some bad stuff came back, but that thankfully stayed where it was. So let's hope that in the next, what, we probably got, so we're at the 90s now. We'll probably get the 2000s, then head back to the 60s, 70s, 80s. Yeah. So we probably got about 40 years before the 80s come back again. Let's hope oh, so. That's, that's a wild thought. Um, I'm overusing the word wild today, apparently. Wild, wild. Um, um, 
So, so let's talk about the babysitters. Yeah, I was gonna say. So the Christie's mom is freaking out because rather than planning a wedding for September, she has to plan a wedding in two and a half weeks. Which sort of as a tangent to that, she talks about needing to get like three hundred canapes or something. Yeah, three hundred something. So it's like, and talks about like having three hundred guests, and it's like. This is a second wedding for both of you. You do you. If you want a huge fucking wedding, go for it. Yeah. But also, like, you have two and a half weeks. Maybe scale it back. Also, who are all these people that can come right. to a wedding on two In and a half two weeks? And, a half, and at least some of them have tiny little children and they're bringing them. And they're coming for a week. Ahead of time, who, yeah. Who comes a week ahead of time? I didn't come a week ahead of time. And it's my brother and I live hours away. Like, driving distance. Right. And I still showed up, I mean, a couple of days ahead of time, but... Uh, that is just so bizarre to me. Yeah. The whole um, situation is just strange. Also, why the need for the... A, why do they have to get married in order to move in? They Like, well, the patriarchy! Right. It, um, I had that as something to talk about as well. Um, it, it, it honestly, didn't occur to me until, like, just this moment. I was like, yep, yep, checks out. They gotta get married. I was like, wait, why? Right, why? Secondly, why couldn't they do, like, a lot of people do where you have, like, go, a, go to, to the courthouse. And then you can have a big party later. Whenever. A year. On your one-year anniversary, right. have a giant it, party. You don't have to have everyone there for the wedding. Like, have your kids, obviously. Have, you know, nanny, the grandma. Yeah. Have Watson's family. Like, you don't do need... Do an intimate backyard ceremony with your family. Right. And you then... don't need to have the whole big event in two and a half weeks. Just so bizarre. Yeah. Um, but because they're planning the wedding and it happens in two and a half weeks, Christy's mom is like freaking out and talking about how she's going to have friends and family come in a little bit early, not a little bit, a week early, and they're going to like pitch in and help out. And so she's like overwhelmed because there's also because um, Karen and Andrew's mom, Watson's yes. ex-wife, is like suddenly had to go on a trip or something. Or she was... I don't know that it was sudden. I think she was going to be gone anyway. And they, oh, it was sudden that's the, right. Because the, the move was sudden. Right. That's why. But so Watson's going to have Karen and Andrew for that entire week as well. So there's going to be 14 kids, like we said when we were talking about the description. And so she's like, I don't know what we're going to do. They're all going to be underfoot while we're – because they're going to be helping to, like, cook things and decorate and, like, everything you need to do for a wedding that you're throwing yourself. Also – if you're that rich, right? Why are you doing a DIY wedding in two and a half weeks? Why would you just not say that's a, that's a time to throw money at a problem, right? Yeah. Well, and she even says they found a caterer that would do one main dish, but they had to do everything else themselves. It's like, why don't you just get ten different caterers? Yeah. You know, like maybe not in Stony Brook, but like Stamford or whatever the 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 big city nearby. Like, yeah. I'm sure there are caterers there. I'm sure there are restaurants that could each do. A little bit, and then you add it all together. Yeah. Why are all these people like making canapes and appetizers and I mean salads and whatever? I'm just imagining my good friend Edie, who is I'm assuming a, a good friend, but it can't be that close if we've never heard of them before. Calling me up and going, "I'm getting married! Yay! Congratulations! When? Oh, uh, well, it was supposed to be September. Now it's two and a half weeks. Also, I want to do everything by hand. So, can you come a week early and help me do my wedding? Wait, aren't you marrying a bazillionaire? Right. Um, I think I would be pissed. I'd be like, why are you putting me to work, yeah. lady? I think most of them are her siblings. Oh, I missed that. Yeah. I, I think there's only one, like, one family is, like, Watson's friends. The rest are all her siblings. So it's at least, Gosh, like, so at least but it's even family. then it's, like, I don't, like, even if it was my, like, you just said, your brother. Yeah. And obviously he wasn't, 
he didn't need you to, like, do everything, but it's, like... Yeah, I was not putting together the flowers for Landon's wedding. That's a long time to be, like, hey, can you just come chill for a week? Like, essentially, use your summer vacation to come help me get married. Yeah. Like, no thank you. That's a a big ask. Especially because it is a second marriage. I mean, not to say that that's... I don't know. Part of this is my bias. I'm just not a wedding person as kate knows kate um god lover apologized to me when she asked me to be in her (laughs) wedding she's like i know you hate this but i'm sorry and um tough also too bad Um, put up with it yes so um i was very glad she didn't need to apologize (laughs) um but anybody else for the record i've got like three people who have like been grandfathered in like that's it um and it's it just it's not my thing i have i was never the girl that like played wedding growing up i like i don't dream about my own wedding um in fact my mom's whole thing was always like hey, she's like i know you're not gonna do if you even get married do that traditional marriage route and her god love her her only rule is she has to have 24 hours notice so that she can be there um and then she's like so elope do whatever the hell you want and yeah. then we could then like i said have a big party with friends and family at right. some point and then it's just a celebration and you don't have to have yeah it doesn't, it doesn't have, to, have be, to be a wedding yeah it's just a party um, though the older i get the more i'm like oh, a whole day with everybody just looking at me with fancy <laughs> dresses and good food i could totally do that so um turns out i don't want a marriage but I want a wedding <laughs> i'm kidding but a little <laughs> <laughs> i mean We'll see. We'll just have to maybe um, we'll just reach a certain point in my life where I'm just have like a, a, pull a, a Carrie Bradshaw so and marrying myself. <laughs> yes, well, because it is. Hey, I feel her on that. That is some bullshit. That um, people get all kinds of presents for all kinds of stuff, but because those because that's not how I chose to live my life. I don't get any of that. I, how many kitchenware have I bought for weddings over the years? I expect gifts back, people. I'm saying <laughs> it now. Um. No, uh, that would, but that is such a ridiculous episode when she. Yes. I mean, also her shoes got stolen. Yeah. Which she's is not, some bullshit too. She's not wrong, but as Carrie is wont to do. As someone who, like, I don't really do Reddit, but I like read it occasionally when I just need something to like kill some time and I've yeah. read through everything else that I read on the internet. I occasionally enjoy going to Am I the Asshole? Yes, I do because like Am I the Asshole. Because there's all, it's always entertaining because there's always. Someone's an asshole. Yes. Almost universally. There is the, like, not the assholes. Like, in that situation, everyone's the asshole. Yes. You know, it's like, she's you not suck, wrong, she but she sucks. doesn't have to be so extra about it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Well, this is okay. not a Sex in the Way City podcast yep. either. We are, we're going on lots of tangents, probably because there's not much there's to There's just about not, here. A, not a ton here. But, so the, Christy has another great idea when her mom's, like, lamenting the fact that they're going to have to deal with all these kids while they're trying to do all the wedding stuff. And so she suggests, what if me and my friends... Pull a, you know, summer camp situation, very comparable to the movie, which I'm sure is what was inspired. That's, and I'm wondering if maybe that's why this was one of her favorites, because it inspired the basic, like, um, anchor for the movie yeah. plot. Um, maybe that was sort of what was in the back of her mind, and it, it's all sort of wrapped yeah. up. Because that aspect of it is very... I mean, I wish there had been, like, more of it that was, like, the movie. Because in this, there was... It was a lot of, like... So they they babysit the kids for essentially 40 hours over the course of Monday to Friday, and they split up the kids into five different groups based on age, and they have different activities, and each, you know, each babysitter has one group. And so, you It's know. basically, like we've talked about before, like a how-to manual. Right. For how to, what is the right way to handle this situation. Although they also don't, they plan a lot. And when I was reading it, I was like, wow, there's being really great about planning because they have like all the kids are going to have different colored name tags so that yes. they know who goes with whom. And like we're going to have all these activities planned. But they don't think about things that are like 
nap time, like medicine for, because one of the girls like had broken her leg roller skating. So she needed like pills if her leg started to hurt and like, you know, somebody else needed whatever, you know, like, and like there are a couple like babies essentially. Yeah. Diaper changes. uh, Like, right. Like, so. And naps and like, and like allergies and that kind of, it's like, you guys thought about like, what do we do to occupy the kids' time for 40 hours? But you didn't think about, like, the logistics and, like, the bathroom situation. Like, they had a plan for the bathroom, but, like, they didn't really think about the fact that, like, there's literally only two usable bathrooms because the other one is in Christy's mom's bedroom. And they yes. were like, that one's off limits. Which, good call. Yeah. For, oh, for sure. I'm, but it's like, there's, what, 19 people. A couple are in diapers, so that's fine. But and like small children go to the bathroom right. constantly. They have bladders the size yeah, of Yeah, so the, the amount of, like, planning they did, I was like... That is so smart. You guys are doing such a great job. And then it gets to the day and they're like freaking out. I was like, holy shit, you guys did no planning at all. <laughs> or, well, they they plan for the wrong things, right. rather. Which is basically the same yeah. thing as no planning. But the, I think they also get, like, overwhelmed by the fact that, like, in the old, in the original book, they're going to get paid $600 for the whole week. And in the update, it's 1000 So even still... Let's do some math, shall we? Well, so, in, in the 1986 or 87 book, they specifically say it's $3 an hour. Oh, yeah, she's like, well, we pay you $3 an hour, which comes out to, do 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 some math, $600 for the week. Okay. Even in 1987, $3 an hour for watching 13 kids is insane. Well, but it's five people watching 14 kids. Okay. So, so they each, so it's like they each were 15, watching three. three. So $3 for three kids. That's pretty consistent with the other hour? books, though, when they talk is about it? rates. Um, I don't know. I made like 10 bucks an hour in the early 90s. It wasn't like it was that much later. You were not babysitting in the early 90s. You were born like less than 10 years before the early 90s. You're right. I'm thinking mid-90s, late 90s. But even still, that's like 10 years later at the most. That level of inflation that quick? I I feel like $3 is, I mean, I don't remember. I mean, I wasn't babysitting in 1987 either because I was a child. Um, you, we, well, there, we were babysitting in 1987, but we weren't the babysitters. We were the babysitters. <laughs> we were attending babysitting yes. events, if <laughs> you'd like to call them. We that. were we were babysitting adjacent. Yes, we were, that, we were the babysitters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's oh. my new favorite word. Babysitties. I do have to say one thing that is really entertaining. Well, okay, before we get to my really entertaining thing about how much they're getting paid. I find it really interesting that Marianne is the only one that has any kind of hesitancy about doing this. Yeah. Like, obviously, $120 for a 12-year-old is... Obviously, it's like... Yes. Yes, that's amazing. But, like, it's like she's the only one that's even like, guys, maybe we should think about... This is a lot of responsibility and, like, a lot of time. It's, like, literally a a full-time job job for for a week. And um, let's just talk for just a second about how... Every single parent is just like, sure, take yeah, my child. go for it. Here, 12-year-old child, take my baby along with 13 other children. Right. We're going to go make canapes with Edie over here. Yeah. Well, and also the other thing that I don't think I ever really babysat my cousins, but, like, I don't – I think that was, like, on purpose because, like, I didn't – I think you hung out with your family a lot more than I did. Yeah. But, like, the way that my family was, like – we didn't have the kind of relationship where, like, I'd be able to, like, get them to do anything. Like, they were all... My brother was the next youngest of all of the cousins on the one side, and the rest were, like, a little bit younger than him, like, stepped down. But, like, I don't think that... And even if... Maybe if there were, like, two of them, my parents would... Or the, and their parents would... But, like, it was... I think it's a little bit strange that, like, all of these, like, aunts and uncles are like, yes, Christy, you and your your friends 
watch your cousins because like I feel like the the kids that are related to Christy are much better about like responding. Yeah, Even, I mean, and sometimes she does have to invoke like I'm going to call nanny their grandma. Yeah. but like. I, I, I even, when I was reading this as a kid, I remember thinking, like, my cousins would never do that if I told, like, if I was trying to Tell keep them. them in line, like, they'd be like, mm, no. I don't know. Well, Brianne, my young cousin who is mm-hmm. listening right now, you'll have to pipe up. Let I us don't, know. Yeah. I don't ever remember, like, specifically babysitting, but mm-hmm. I was definitely, um, I'm the oldest cousin yeah. on, on my mom's side, um, and then it's my brother, and then, um, it, there's it's not insignificant gap. It's like yeah. three or four, maybe even five years between my next youngest cousin oh, okay. and then an even bigger gap. Like I have cousins that are still um, just starting high school. Oh, okay. So uh, because my my mom, or how old is Lucas? No, Lucas is in college. I'm, I'm doing math. <laughs> we don't need to know your know, whole yeah, family yeah. tree because um, it's very large. <laughs> it, it, that, and this is the small side, exactly. Um, <laughs> but. Um, I just had a momentary, like, wait, how old actually is everybody? Um, but I, I was not insignif- not insignificantly older. But I never remember being fully, like, a ba- I, I never felt like a babysitter, but mm-hmm. I'm sure I was left in charge at times. Um, or maybe I just thought I was. <laughs> right. And um, treated them as such. So I'm sure we'll, we'll hear from Brienne um, weighing in on whether how much of an asshole I was exactly as a child. Um, I do remember vividly watching a lot of their plays. Brienne and Jordan and ah. Landon used to love to put on um, events in the basement. Oh boy, um, there were some real good ones. So the the funny thing that which they that was related because they do that in the book, put yes. on plays. Well, can I get back to my thing? Fine. <laughs> mean, let you speak. What? So when when Christie's telling them all about what what her plan is and what she told her mom that they would do. She essentially told her mom that they would do it before she actually okayed it with the rest of the Babysitter's Club. But when she's like, we get paid $120, Claudia, um, $120 for the 1987 yeah. buck, Claudia is like, like, think of all the snacks I could buy. And so her example is she could buy 120 bags of peppermints, which, which is a year's supply Um I, can't, I didn't write down who said which, but each of the girls had a different snack food that Claudia could hide in her room and how much they could get with 120 bucks. So 300 packages of Twinkies, 1,200 jawbreakers, 400 packs of gum, and 60 cartons of ice cream, which Claudia acknowledges is the only thing she's never been able to hide in her room, ice cream. So she's not totally stupid. <laughs> wow. I... That is such a kid way right. of doing the world. Like, like, oh my god! Think so of how for much as candy much as I can buy. there are so it, the di- it's so interesting to see the dichotomy. This is why maturity is one of our hall is our hall of famer mm-hmm. because they are mature and responsible enough to watch fourteen children for a full week full time, and yet their very first instinct is, "What are you going to do with how, the money? Buy all the candy. How much candy can I buy with what money we're going to get? Yeah, yeah." Um, but That's, like you were saying, when on their final day of babysitting these kids, before they have to get them ready to go to the to rehearsal dinner, which they're all going to, including the babysitters, um, not as babysitters anymore because their families will be there. They just get to come for fun. But so it's raining that day, and they're like, why don't we put on a play? Claudia has the brilliant suggestion – why don't they put on a wedding? Yes. Since they're going to a wedding tomorrow. So that's the the brilliant plan. And it's actually an awesome, awesome idea. So did you ever do play wedding when you were little? No. Okay. 100%. Oh, so boy. here's another cousin shout out. This is the other side of the family. Um, my cousin, the Lees, lived in um, 
Indianapolis and we used to go, my parents would go to the Indy 500 with them every year. And they, they have, um, it would leave all the kids with, I don't even remember. I think it was maybe their grandma or aunt or uncle. I don't remember. We were kids. Who was in charge was not important. Right. What was important is we used to play wedding and like do full Catholic mass because we were good Catholic kids. Of course. And would use Nilla wafers. Oh boy. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, we, we had a very good time and I was, Monica just got married a couple of years ago and like I was watching her get married and I was like, I've watched Monica get married a lot, so a lot of times. times. Um, I don't know if we ever let Monica be the bride, though. That might have been. I was the oldest, yes. so. Oh, well, and you try to be in control of a wedding. Anything? A, a play in particular. <laughs> Never. Um, Karen and David Michael are the bride and groom because they're the same height. Yeah. <laughs> that's how they just And that's what's important. That's the most important thing. I do have to say my favorite thing, maybe not my favorite thing, one of my favorite things from this book is when they're doing the wedding and who is it? Luke is the minister. So I, I so just to tell you like how many kids there are, I, the names mean nothing because yeah, right. they, they had zero in, independent personalities. The only one that had any kind of personality was Emma. Yeah, and she was an asshole. <laughs> yes, her personality was asshole. Like that. Also, her suggestion on this rainy day of something to do is to give the babies baths. <laughs> like. I'm sorry. Of course, she then also switches all the children's clothes before they have to get like, ready for the rehearsal. What a shithead! She she also she pulls a straight up like chunk from the Goonies move and like dumps her junior mints over the balcony when they're seeing Mary Poppins, which is Stacey's favorite movie, and she was so excited. One hundred percent. That's immediately what I thought. I I was like chunk. Yeah. I was like too bad nobody's puking. Oh yeah, she's the only only child. I mean, aside from the ones that we already knew, David, Michael, Karen, and Andrew, yeah. which sounds like four kids, but it's only three. Yeah, um, yeah Emma's the only one that has any personality or character yeah. aside from them. But Luke, random, one of them. random Luke, one of the cousins or friends of Watson's kid. I don't know. I don't know. So he's being the minister. Really, to be honest, they could have like shoved like a million people it, in here. They could have changed been. the name every time they talked about a kid and yeah. I would never notice. Oh yeah. I, I had no idea. Um, so he's being the minister and he says, weddings are very important. You have to know what you're getting into. If you think you're ready, then you can take the oath. Are you ready? We're ready, said Karen and David Michael. Okay then. Karen, do you promise to love your husband and help him out and not hog the television? I guess so, said Karen. Okay. And David Michael, do you promise to love your wife and help her out and show her how to ride a two-wheeler? I guess. Okay. By the way, are you two going to have any kids? Yes, said Karen. No, said David Michael. <laughs> well, if you do, be nice to them, all right? Yeah, spoke up Burke. <laughs> Burke, not Bert. <laughs> With a K. Uh, don't give them any bedtimes. And don't yell at them when they forget to feed the dog, added Luke. And once in a while, said Emma, let them go to the toy store. And when they say, can I have this? You say yes, even if it costs $40. See, Emma equals asshole. <laughs> also, that whole interaction was just like, yes. Yes. I love it. All of, Every all of moment this. of that. And you know what? That immediately took me to when they said, and be nice to your kids. And if one day they ruin the carpet, I was like, oh my God, Marty McFly. Yeah. Oh yeah. <clears throat> Straight up. And they just, I, I'm not sure which came first, chicken or the egg, but somebody totally um oh yeah ripped off that entire conversation be nice to your kids be nice to your kids um so i will pipe in with um timeline update got it so uh we were a little a little um worried is a strong word but a little there was a question mark hanging over after last week's book 
when we got to the end of the school year and they said, you know, the wedding is in September and then the next book is the wedding. We're like, are we skipping right. the summer or whatever? The summer. So that clearly got... They figured that they out. Figured that out. So really, we talked about how not a ton happens in this book. I really have been viewing it sort of as a place setter. Like a... Mm-hmm. a um, reset. Re- a reset, a getting all the pieces to where they need to be, letting you know what's going on as we right. move into the next phase. Um, because this ends on um, July 15th <laughs> with the wedding. Um, so I... I don't know. I guess this is sort of getting into um, predictions of the next books, but I'm assuming we get a couple more summer adventures. I think I have honestly have no idea. Um, but summer, if they if you stop saying dates, I think the date thing is what keeps throwing me off. Like right. because if yeah, you, they if, say specifically like it's the first day of October. It's yeah. July fifteenth. If you just stay away from dates, you can make the summer last for twenty books. Right. Easy. There's a, a, all the babysitters having different things. Yeah. They, you know. Well, I feel like I. I always, when I was a kid, always felt that it was like, this one ends and this one begins. Like, there's nothing to say that these aren't sort of like happening Happening. at the same time. Just there's not specific references to the other story plot lines, maybe. Yeah. I mean, it would be really interesting. Like we talked about in um, Marianne Saves the Day, have like a total Rashomon, like, let's see everything from a different perspective. Um, I don't think we're getting to that level with the Babysitter's Club. No, although there are, having read several of the super specials many times, there are at least a few times where it's like, oh, but this is how, this is what happened to me while that was happening. Yes. So it's like. So that does, but it's. But not, not, I don't remember it ever happening in like, here's a Claudia book and then here's a Stacey book and they like overlap and they both are referencing the same thing. Although we both admittedly stopped reading at a certain point. So I I probably stopped reading when they would conceivably have still been in eighth grade. Um, Well, I don't think they ever leave eighth grade. Well, that's what I'm saying. But I mean, it made sense to be, still be in eighth grade when I stopped reading. So like, I think that that's why I'm so obsessed with the timeline is because it never occurred to me as a kid. Yeah. And then looking back and I'm now, I'm like, wow, 300 books. What? How long is eighth grade? Right. Um, Especially because we're on book six and. Well, I don't think there's 300 babysitters club books. But even. I think there's only like 120 something. Um, I think you're thinking of like add in the We Love Kids Club and add in oh, Little Sisters. that's fair. And like I'm sure that there's – my guess would be there are like Little Sister books that are at the same time as Babysitter's Club books and actually do reference the same things. That's my guess. I only I think I've only read like one or two Little Sisters because I was beyond that point yeah. when I was reading these books. So I never went back to those. Um, interesting. I'll, I'll have to double check. But yeah. either way. It seems like they're conceivably going to be yeah. in eighth grade yeah. forever. So, um, because even if it is only a hundred books, we're on book six, right? And they've already <laughs> finished seventh grade. Seventh right. grade's done. Seventh grade um, is over. Maybe they'll pull a um, God. What show was that? Where they just like did that? Wasn't the OC where they did the same high school year like again? Just maybe it wasn't the OC. I feel like there was some teen television show where they were like. The year ended and they just came back and like no one mentioned it, but we're whoop, we're still sophomores. I know, yeah, I don't remember what you're. Ta- I know what you're talking about, but I don't remember which or, it was. Yeah, it was like they're like, or they were juniors and they're like, oh no, we're running out of road right. of high school, and you know, it almost never works when you move to college. No, um, I mean Dawson's did give us busy Phillips, but um, that was it. Yeah. Well, Oliver Hudson was pretty dreamy. Hmm. I like him. Um, I, Seriously, the more I examine my taste in men, the more I'm like, well, how did I not know that I was bi? Um, <laughs> I like very pretty men. Um, anyway, that is neither here nor there. Um, any other 
thoughts the i mean the, oh i've got another thought oh good before we move to like predictions and my last like fashiony point um watson and Edie slash Elizabeth are going to Vermont for a week for their honeymoon and leaving oh, Charlie right. in charge. A, a nanny is quote unquote on call, but she lives a half an hour away. A 17 year old is watching his 15 year old brother, his 12 year old sister and his seven year old brother for a week for a week. And a they're week. just like, peace out. See you in a week. Don't, don't die. Oh, and they have a dog too. Like, yeah. Um, that to me, that really did stick out to me. And they also didn't update that for the no, electronic version. Like I, when I was reading, I was like, I'm sure this is not going to be something that's in the book that Lauren is reading. And yet, it was no, it just totally is. And I, 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 I just remember reading that and being like, wait, who, who's staying with them? Yeah. Well, because Nanny was still there, and I was like, oh, clearly Nanny's going to stay yeah. with them. And they're all like, bye, have fun on your honeymoon. And then she's like, okay, I'm going to drop you off and go back to my house. Like. I'm sorry. And where does Nanny live? Like, how far away is I? I think call? they said like a half an hour when she when it was when she was coming at the beginning of the book to do stuff. Because yeah, they clearly in, in, indicate that she's not living close by. Right. Like she's not a drop in. Um. So I was wondering, yeah. She has like, to like plan to come, yeah. but it's it's not like she has to like stay overnight. But that's some trusting parents, and Charlie must be like the best kid in the world because I got to tell you, um, when. When I was 14 and our my friend was 17 and left in charge, um, we didn't make it one night without getting into major trouble. It has become family lore. Oh, but, boy. Um, choices were made. They were bad ones. We rented Enemy of the State. It was R-rated. It's still a whole thing. But we... Um, <laughs> That's your big dramatic happening. Well, because it was R-rated and... Um, we weren't supposed to have watched it or have taken the car unless it was ah, an emergency. Okay. That's... We then um, had to return it at 1 o'clock in the morning when we started watching it, at which point the 17-year-old um, turned over a median and blew out the car and the axles, got a ride home from a sketchy, like... Oh, boy. It's a whole thing. Okay. So it's not just that you it's not rented... Just that, but that is one night. One night. They left right. us alone with a 17-year-old charge for one night. Oh, boy. And um, we still... Um, it is to this day. Like, my dad will... Um, will text my siblings and I'd be like, hey, you know what movie I watched the other night? Enemy of the State. You ever seen that one? And I'm oh. like, like that's, really? That was the R-rated movie that we were so desperate to get back? It was so, so good. Um, yeah, I just had to make sure that that was on the record. Because, yeah. because that is insanity. Yeah, it's insanity, even in 1986. I can't believe it. I Although mean, it's sort of the same as, like, Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Yeah, that's Although, true. I guess they did have a babysitter. babysitter. The, she was she just died. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert for a movie called Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. Yeah. Yeah, that was the whole but plot. It's, was, but it's sort of the same. as yeah. I, Well, and, and Swell was, like, mad that her mom said that she needed a babysitter. So, yeah. but, oh my but you're God. 17. You yeah, do need a babysitter. The um, end. Um, so my my sort of main fashion-y thing, I just have to mention that Claudia helped Stacy pick out her rehearsal dinner outfit, which is a gigantic white sweater with silver designs woven into it. It was a very unchristy type dress, and I felt glamorous. Um, it's July, and she's wearing a sweater. Um, you mean Christy's dress? Not you said Claudia helped Stacy. Oh yeah, Claudia helped Christy. Christy. Pick I, out that's, her I got very confused. Dinner. I was like, I don't remember that. Yeah, no, Christy. Christy. Okay, gotcha. Yes, because I, I did remember the sweater. I was like, first of all, sweater in July. I had that same thought, yes. but. I also had a big sweater oh, that boy. had like silver threads in into it. Um, far later than the eighties, um, and I loved that thing. So I was at least like, okay, I feel you, Christy. 
Um, although it was wetter in July. No. Yeah, I, that no. was the the bigger part was like, it's probably pretty warm. That, Even if it's like a lightweight sweater, like it's still July. Yeah. Even in Connecticut. Yeah. Um, and mid-July. We're like not talking early summer. We're talking about like dead center of summer. Yeah. I mean, even, even early July is still usually pretty hot. Um, also, and I think this was taken out of the updated version when Christy's doing her whole like descriptions of all of her friends. When she describes Stacy, she says that she looks like a 13 year old Madonna and that if Claudia wasn't Asian, she would too. I was Ouch. like, nope, that was not. Yeah, I think my... in, I think in the updated version, it just says that Stacy looks like a 13 year old model. Yeah. Um, I, I, yeah, I don't know. Since when? That's, since when do you like long, fancy dresses and flowers, asked Sam. Since now, I replied. <laughs> yeah. Yes, correct, Sam. That Don't was my immediate it. reaction. I can change whenever I feel like it. Um, oh, also, there was another, this is just totally random, but I'm, like, looking through my highlights to see what, what I didn't mention. There was another really random, like, sort of out of left field line from Christy where she starts chapter two by saying, I've usually found that in life, good things are followed by bad things. I'm like... <laughs> A, in life, 12-year-old. Generally, in Um, my experience. In my my vast experience, although I felt her. I I, I vividly remember being like, I've never in my life, in adults, being like, oh, in your whole life? And I wanted to kill them. So I feel a little dead inside that I just... um, Also, I'm I'm oofed earlier today when I got up from my chair at my desk, and I was like, no! No. But that was just such a weird... I was like, when is that... I mean, we don't... I don't, I guess we've never really gotten her, like, life philosophy before, but she seemed generally pretty optimistic. Yeah. And I guess it's not optimistic, it's more like a can-do attitude. Yeah. Like, this just seemed a very pessimistic viewpoint that came kind of out of nowhere for a character that just sort of tackles every problem. Yeah. Like, okay, we got this. Um, the only time we ever really saw her really despair was when she broke down and cried in the hallway when the big kids were trying to steal their club. Yeah. Um, we did get another mention of your favorite Dorian Dory, Wallingford. Yeah, Dorian Wallingford. I, also, Stacy goes to the dance with Austin Bentley. Not or no? Some, oh no, yeah, Stacy does or no? Stacy goes with Pete Black. Claudia goes with Austin yes. Bentley, and I was like, "What are these names?" Trevor. She doesn't like Trevor, Trevor Sanborn. He's probably news, in love with his poetry. poetry. And all I could think of was, um, like, I was like, "Oh man, I had that crush in." In high school, like, what drew me to him was, like, the arty deep thing, and then realizing he was way more interested in the the art deep than... Having than, a real, real personality. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was the personality. There was really what... There was no there there. Exactly. Um, Anything else? No, that's sort of... Sort of it. Oh, yeah. Trevor's probably dating his own poetry at this point. Right. Oh, boy. Oh. With Trevor... Trevor Sanborn was the love of Claudia's life last fall. Claudia looked at me as if I had asked if she was going to the dance with Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> yes. I was like, that's such a, a um, vivid. babyish. Yeah. Well, it was just such a vivid um, picture. Like, I could absolutely see Claudia being like, how could you even what? ask How could you even that? think that? I was like, I was very familiar with that look, usually directed toward my mother as right. a teenager. Like, of course. How do you not know that I no longer like this person, that I've moved on to this person? Because I tell you so much. Yes. You should know everything. And just on um, Alan Grey Watch, my fave, um, 
Christy says, if Alan Gray asks me, I'll go. I still think he's a pest, but he can be a lot of fun. And he was like, 50% each, she says, because she does actually yeah, go to the dance Yes, with him. and which, like, that relationship is still I, 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 unclear what is happening there. Um, because I, that's a lot of patience as a kid. I, like, if anybody was 25% pest, I'd be like, I'm out. Mm. Um, but if it's if he's as cute as the Alan Gray from the movie... Um, <laughs> I might have put up with it. Oh, boy. Oh, oh yeah. That's who, um, Trevor likes Dorian. That's where Dorian came from. That's no, where Pete she... might like Trevor, might, might like Dorian. Oh. That's why Stacey's not sure if she's going to go with him. Oh, God. Oh, that's right. And then Dorian gets mad. That's right. Yes. Or is yeah, she, like, jealous? gives him the stink eye the whole dance. Yeah. Um, so I do my reading every Saturday at Starbucks. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, yes. I'm usually, at least for the past, like, three. Um, I'll go, Jeff will do actual work and I will do fun work. Um, and I read the whole book at one time, take my notes. Um, so I was reading this and when Christy was walking down the aisle, I legit started crying in the middle of Starbucks. <laughs> like, like not just like a little bit like teary eyed, like tears actually, like I'm, I mean, I'm such like, what well, you're like weddings are like that, whatever. Like I cry at every wedding, even if I like barely know the people, I start crying. You know what? I'm I weirdly am like that for other people. Mm. I think it's more just me and weddings around Mixie. Yeah. Uh, like other people's weddings, oh, I cry like a baby. I like watch, uh, like. But I did not, and I normally cry. I'm a feely. I cry at everything. Mm. Did not cry at this, so I'm a little impressed that you you went up to me at my own game. I mean. Don't act like I don't cry at everything. That's too. true. That's true. Um, but it is sort of one of my defining characteristics um, is the fact that I cry at everything. Um, my my family makes a lot of fun of me for it, as do my friends. But um, yes, you do you do cry nearly as much as I do. We're, we're, I'm just a little bit more understated in my crying. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> Lauren is a dramatic crier. Because <laughs> I'm a dramatic everything. Um, Katie Schaller still refers to The Book Thief as that book that makes you ugly cry, which, accurate. I woke her up in the middle of the night because I was so upset. Um, Anyway. Yes. Um, So, any other things come to you in a flash, like Christy's brilliant ideas? No, I think we have covered all of my flashes of brilliance. Any, I don't know that there's really a life lesson or moral of the story this time. No. Other than, I mean, because there really isn't like, like I said, there isn't any really conflict that they're resolving. It's just sort of... Here's everything that happens that goes yeah. into a wedding. And they, they don't really, like, learn anything. I mean, I guess the only thing close to, like, learning something is, like, Christy getting comfortable with the blended family, which, yeah. like, isn't really a lesson. And I feel like that that's going to continue yeah. going forward. It's a, it's a process. It's, it's not, not like, like it's she perfect at this point. made the this thing and was now all of a sudden, like, everything's fine. It yeah. Was, which, I, side note, because in my book, there's an actual, like, depiction <gasps> Uh, we'll post this well, when, the, yes. when the episode goes up. But yeah, it's like an actual picture of the family tree that she makes for, the, it's real for them cute. as their wedding. But yeah, it's it's cute. Um, you guys will see. We'll show you. We'll show you. But it, it, even that, she even as she's doing that is like, it was more, um, it felt to me like she was trying to convince herself a little bit. Like she wasn't quite on board, but she was going to, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, this is the reality now, so I'm going to make the most of it. Right. So let's. Lean into it. Yeah. Make the symbol of it. So maybe yeah. maybe that's the lesson. Lean into whatever it is. Your right. new blended family, babysitting 14 right. kids, crying at weddings. <laughs> um, 
I don't know. I'm, I'm wearing silver sweater dresses yes. for your mom's rehearsal. Whatever dinner. it is, lean in, ladies, lean in, and gentlemen, everybody, lean in, everybody, lean in. Um, you know what we should not lean into though is the patriarchy. So yes, Edie I mean, that, and that's Watson, always a lesson. Edie and Watson, maybe don't rush into getting married just for just to say that you're married, married in order to move in together. You know, yeah. Although again, and we should probably wrap this up since we're we thought we have a lot more to talk about on yeah. this one, but maybe. Maybe part of the reason why they're like we have to be married first is because of the, the uncomfortableness, that, especially with Christy. I was thinking that it was too. like it's okay. I mean, not that it's not okay, but like to them, they're presenting like now we're a family because we're married, and now we're like as opposed to like now we're just moving in with this guy that I'm dating. You know, yeah. like we're obviously that's fine, but to the kids, they might be like, no, I don't, I, I, I don't know. The, right, the, we're not a family. We're just you know, and and also just like to have the sort of like solid foundation of like this is forever i mean obviously shit happens but like for them to not feel like we're moving into this house we're giving up our whole life like make it give it a feeling of permanence instead of exactly of uneasiness unsettled they want it they want it to be as they're clearly doing everything in their power to make it as permanent as possible so you know what that's fair i think we should cut them some slack i think maybe it's less patriarchal bullshit and more um we want to do the right thing right. to make our family supporting your family. You know, they have young your kids. kids, exactly. Um, I and it might not even be as much for Christy and David Michael. I mean, Charlie and Sam, whatever they're, they're old enough to get it. But I'm thinking about Karen um, and Andrew. That like they're really little kids. Right. Maybe that that's an easier conversation to have. Right, and I because mean, they've already got like the going back and forth between their mom and yeah. Watson. So to give them another family without it being more permanent. Yeah, it just easier to un- explain yeah. things. But even still, a lot of the kids get married. Or, like we said, whatever. We're not rehashing. It, it's fine. Okay, so let's move on to our predictions for next week. So, Kate, yes. what what do we have on, on deck next week? Our next book is Claudia and Me and Janine, which <laughs> you never knew was the name of the book <laughs> because you thought her name was Jeannie. Um, so, I guess I I'm not even sure I've read this one. I somehow may oh. have skipped over it. But so, my prediction is that Claudia doesn't like Janine because she's quote-unquote mean, maybe. Um, I did look at the cover because I had no recollection of this. So the cover of the book that I have has Claudia sort of lecturing Janine and pointing in her face, but not in an aggressive way. It's sort of like underhanded instead of overhanded. Oh, she's like going – She's like pointing up rather than – Rather than like straight into her face. And there's um, a kid, like a random kid, that doesn't vaguely resemble any kid that we – that I would be like, oh, that's obviously like Jenny Prezioso, or that's obviously like Jamie Newton. Like I, I didn't have any recollection of who the kid might be. But so he's standing in front of them, like with his hands, his fingers, and his ears, sort of with his eyes closed. So my thought is maybe Janine tries to tell Claudia how to babysit, and Claudia's like, look, you're a genius, you know everything, but like this is one of the things that I actually know. So like, can you not? Yeah, that's sort of my guess. Yeah, I my guess was. Um, I'm certain that I read this because mm-hmm. I'm a total completionist and I, yeah. I don't really, I can't, skipping things is... For all I know when I read it, I'm going to be like, oh, I oh, totally yeah. did read this um, one. But um, in any case, and in any case, um, I was thinking along the same lines yeah. that um, Claudia just sort of gets to her breaking point with Janine sort of butting in and giving her two cents on everything and like um, constantly correcting her mm-hmm. um, and... Well, that definitely does seem like something that we've seen from Janine, like yes. the correcting. Yeah. So it might be babysitting correcting, like you were saying. So the um, the cover for the updated 
ebook version. Um, Claudia is still pointing, but it is, again, not as yeah. aggressive. Um, but Janine looks like a 45-year-old oh. woman. She also is very aggressive. In mine, yeah. she's just sort of, like, standing there. Oh, no. And this one, she's yeah, the one, she's, like, more leaning in. That outfit is not doing her any favors. No. I think she, I mean, she does look a little bit more, like, structured in the cover of my book, but... She literally, she's wearing, like, mom khakis with pleats and, like, a giant baggy, like, Seinfeld white, like, button down. Button down. And she's wearing glasses and has, like, the most... The most, like, mom hair. Yeah. It's, like, not even, like, cute mom, like, it's it's not, like, Patty Chase hair. It's, like, boring mom hair from yeah. the 80s. I can't even think of what yeah, mom, but, like, it, it just looks like mom hair. We'll, we'll post that yeah. as for you guys as well. Um, a side-by-side comparison. Yes. Um, so that really, that wraps us up for this week. So yeah. Any final club business this week? Um, other than you telling us where to find us and what, telling me, uh, whatever. Like and subscribe. Yeah. That. (laughs) Follow, like, like, follow and subscribe. Um, yes. You can follow the podcast on Instagram and Twitter at Generation BSC. You can email us at generationbsc at gmail.com. And with that, I'm Kate Vlasic. And I'm Lauren Hunter. And this episode of Generation BSC is now adjourned.